With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. A tragic, we told you so, having to do with Afghanistan. The Wall Street Journal reports on an internal July State Department memo warning top agency brass, including Secretary of State Blinken, of the chaos that would ensue once U.S. troops were pulled out of Afghanistan. Evacuation flights continue to leave the Kabul airport, although the facility remains in the grip of turmoil. Desperate Afghans continue flocking there, hoping to escape their homeland now that the Taliban is in charge. Amnesty International issuing a troubling account of what could lie ahead for Afghanistan under the Taliban. Witnesses said the villagers fled into the mountains when the Taliban swept into the area and took control of Ghazni in early July. When villagers later crept back to their homes for supplies, the Taliban were lying in wait. Six men were shot dead, they said. Three died as the result of torture. Amnesty described the deaths as targeted killings, which suggested religious and ethnic minorities could be at risk under Taliban rule. That's a BBC's Jill McGivering. Reports of Taliban fighters going house to house searching for Afghans who assisted the U.S. and other Western authorities. Later today, we'll be hearing from President Biden. He'll speak about Afghanistan. We don't yet know whether he'll take any questions this time. Also at SRNnews.com, a COVID vaccination mandate for healthcare workers in Oregon, according to Governor Kate Brown. Oregon's vaccination requirement for healthcare workers will no longer have a testing alternative. Healthcare workers will be required to be fully vaccinated by October 18th or six weeks after full FDA approval. Wall Street Dow futures down 124 points. NASDAQ futures off 20. This is SRN News. News on WBOB, AM 600 and 101.1 FM. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. A picture that was taken inside the downtown Jacksonville antibody treatment site at the library is showing patients on the floor while waiting for treatment. The pic has gone viral. Louis Lopez snapped it on his cell phone. The picture doesn't convey as these people were in pain. They were miserable. They were really suffering. City officials confirmed that the picture was taken inside the center. A Jacksonville city representative said the volume of patients more than doubled Wednesday. A Michigan inmate has been arrested in the 1985 murder of a Jacksonville teenager, Leslie McCray. On Christmas Eve of that year, she lived in an apartment on St. John's Avenue. She and her boyfriend were tied up. She was taken against her will out of the apartment, and the 17-year-old's body was found on the side of the road a short time later. JSO says DNA led them to solving the cold case. And an ex-Hurricanes football player has been arrested for the 06 murder of a teammate. That's Jacksonville.radio news. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Jacksonville's only morning local political talk show, the Ed Dean Radio Show. News, opinion, and your chance to call in with your opinion. Weekdays, 6 till 9 a.m. on AM 600 WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Light traffic on McDuff Avenue, headed both north and southbound, right between Remington Street and Park. You're going to add about four minutes in both directions. And some light traffic on Roosevelt Boulevard, headed south, right at McDuff. Add about three extra minutes there. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. 
Partly cloudy early scattered thunderstorms by the afternoon. Our high today will be 95 this evening. Early clouds and thunderstorms and a low of 76. Right now it's 77 degrees. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. U.S. government officials confirm the Taliban has possession of $6 billion worth of military hardware, including 2,000 U.S. armored personnel vehicles and over 30 aircraft. Gun manufacturers say if President Biden and the Democrats revoke lawsuit protections for the gun industry, the cost of firearms will heavily increase. And new poll numbers show President Biden's approval rating has dropped to below 50% for the first time this year. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM. WBOB. Hey, good morning. Coming up on five minutes after 8 a.m. A lot of news to get to as we go all the way with you tonight a.m. Followed by the podcast up on the website. Go to WBOB.com and click on right where it says the Ed Dean Extra. More reports coming out how the U.S. Intel warned the Biden White House that the Taliban was taking over more local provinces before the withdrawal was even taking place. State Department officials, two dozen of them at the Kabul embassy, sent a memo to top brass last month warning of the potential collapse of Kabul soon after the August 31st troop withdrawal deadline. Two dozen State Department officials serving at the Kabul embassy who send this memo to Secretary of State Antony Blinken and another top State Department official last month with specific warnings of rapid territorial gains by the Taliban and the subsequent collapse, they believed, of the Afghan security forces. The report said recommendations were offered on ways to mitigate the crisis and speed up an evacuation. Host of special report, Brett Baer. Now we find out U.S. intelligence has now confirmed that over $6 billion of U.S. military hardware, including armored vehicles and military and bullets and rifles, are now in the hands of the Taliban, reporter National security correspondent, Fox News, Jennifer Griffin. Billions of dollars of U.S. military hardware now in the hands of the Taliban. U.S. officials estimate the Taliban now control at least 2,000 U.S. armored vehicles, between 30 and 40 aircraft, and an untold number of small arms like these displayed by Taliban fighters in recent days. Night vision, 50 caliber machine guns, and helicopter gunships. The GAO estimates the U.S. provided the Afghan army nearly 600,000 weapons and 75,000 vehicles between 2003 and 2016. The Taliban, now fully armed, courtesy of the U.S. taxpayer. New polls show that this week President Biden's numbers have dropped for the first time this year below 50%. President Biden's approval rating is sinking fast as multiple crises pile up and it could screw things up for Democrats in the midterms next year. The real clear politics average shows Biden's approval slipping below 50% for the first time this year. That's on top of Democrats already sounding the alarm about their terrible messaging, rising crime, the border, a spike in COVID cases. From the Fox Business Network, Dagan McDowell. But what does this do for the Biden agenda with dropping approval rates and now what's going on in Afghanistan? It was already going to be very difficult for President Biden to try to get through this massive agenda. You've got the infrastructure bill, uh, the debt ceiling issues coming up, reconciliation they want to do, the voting bills that they want to do. But you add a Kabul commission to the mix, 
and it's going to slow everything down. That's Fox News anchor Dana Perino. Gun manufacturers are now telling dealers and consumers out there that if the Democrats and President Biden gets what they want about lifting the lawsuit protections that protect the industry, the cost of firearms will go through the roof. Ongoing effort to get rid of the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. Getting rid of that act would drive firearm prices through the roof and then eventually would cause gun manufacturers to close their doors. But what Biden and team want to do, remove those protections so that gun manufacturers can be held liable for what criminals do with firearms. That's gun columnist for Breitbart News, A.W.R. Hawkins. A mask mandate through an executive order was signed by Governor DeSantis last month. Now there's a lawsuit by several parents that want that executive order dismissed, but a judge may let it go through at least to hear the case. Districts have not yet challenged the state's opt-out requirement in the courts, but on Thursday, a circuit court judge considered a challenge to the state's requirement brought by parents. The hearing was on the state's motion to dismiss the suit, but the judge indicated he would allow the case to go forward. The state argued if allowed to go forward, the judge would find himself legislating from the bench. That is statewide reporter Jake Stefan. This week, Governor DeSantis has unveiled proposals he wants the legislature to pass. That would include more proposals to help recruit police here in the state of Florida. One of them would include a one-time $5,000 bonus to new law enforcement officers who have never served in the Sunshine State. And Amazon could be coming to a town near you as far as in department stores. The Amazon department store, the retail giant, according to the Wall Street Journal, reportedly looking to expand its brick-and-mortar presence. Here's what we've learned from the journal report. Uh, reportedly, these stores are going to be about 30,000 square feet. That, that's a smaller footprint than the traditional department stores. No specifics on what's actually going to be sold, but the thinking is that they probably will try to feature some of their private label goods. And that is from Yahoo Finance. So a fulfillment center, but I can't go to the fulfillment center and shop, can I? No. That only, would be the bomb, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, only employees are allowed in the fulfillment center. All right. So. It's like saying, can I go to the post office downtown to get my Yes, you can if you rent a mailbox. Interesting. Can, like, can I get like a fake Amazon card, like a fake vaccine card? It's yep. a joke. All right. More coming up next. 810 Ed Roger Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Slow traffic on I-10 headed east, right between Lane Avenue and a bit past Cassett. You're going to add about six extra minutes. And on the Dames Point Bridge headed south, we have some kind of debris blocking the left lane. Not sure what it is, but be aware. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Partly cloudy early, scattered thunderstorms by the afternoon. Our high today will be 95. This evening, early clouds and thunderstorms and a low of 76. Right now, it's 77 degrees. I'm Clayton Bromberg, the president of Underwoods. One of the biggest changes we've seen in fine jewelry over the last 25 years has been the growth of jewelry designers. At Underwoods, we're the leader, bringing to North Florida the best names in designer jewelry. In fact, we carry designer lines in a similar way to how clothing stores carry designer labels. The difference is that jewelry designers have to be a little more timeless in their presentations because nobody wants to buy a fine piece of jewelry only to find out the next year it's gone out of style. That's why you'll find at Underwoods the best of the jewelry designer names, those that are tried and true and popular. Names like David Yerman, Roberto Coyne, John Hardy, Marco Bichigo, Jude Francis, Lagos, Hippolyta, and a lot more are all available right now at Underwoods. 
So if you want the best looks in design or jewelry, stop by Underwoods in San Marco, Avondale, or the shops of Ponte Vedra. The thing about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. We probably don't even need the words, the Name Your Price tool, to tell you that our humpback whale pup gives you options based on your budget. Or that our novelty hand buzzer helps you save on car insurance. And that's the thing about the tiny felt bag filled with marbles. At this point, you've heard a lot of ads about the elusive northern bobcat. The Name Your Price tool. <clears throat> the neighbor who baked you banana bread. Only from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Benito's line cook just threw in his kitchen towel. This order needs to go out right now. He needs to find help before his customers are left waiting. I'm so sorry. We'll be right with you. Who's got table six? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Water is life. The human body is over 70% water by weight. People everywhere are looking for the highest quality water possible to replenish their bodies and quench their thirst. Provide it for them and own your own business. Become the newest LeBleu Ultra Pure Bottled Water Licensee. LeBleu is looking to expand into Savannah, Southern Georgia, and into Jacksonville. LeBleu has a 40-year history in the bottled water industry with more than 1 million people drinking LeBleu daily. Compare LeBleu's taste and purity with any other bottled water and let your body make the choice. Hi, I'm Nolan Ryan. This is my wife, Ruth. We drink LeBleu bottled water every day. LeBleu is the purest, best-tasting water we have found anywhere in the market. Our bodies love LeBleu, and yours will too. LeBleu Ultra Pure Bottled Water. It's simply common sense. Look into this incredible opportunity. LeBleu.com. That's L-E-B-L-E-U.com. Financial Issues with Dan Celia at 9 this morning. Now, back to the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. On Thursday, a Florida judge refused to dismiss a lawsuit challenging the order by Governor DeSantis that allows parents to decide whether their children have to wear masks at school. The Wall Street Journal reports Amazon plans to open up brick-and-mortar department stores across the country. And Governor Ron DeSantis unveils proposals to help recruit more police officers for the state of Florida. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com, AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. There was no consensus. You go back and look at the intelligence reports. They said that it was more likely to be sometime by the end of the year. You're talking we got to dissect this for you, as most things when President Biden talks. Hey, good morning, 815, Ed Dean Roger, Henderson Talk Radio, WBOB. So remember, it was highly unlikely, according to the U.S. intel, mm-hmm. that the Taliban was going to take over. No, no, no. Well, the consensus, there was no consensus, oh, but there was that they might take over sometime later in the year. If you go back and look at the intelligence reports, they said that it was more likely to be sometime by the end of the year. So it was highly unlikely ever that they were going to take over. Then we're told that they were going to take over by the end of the year. Certainly within the window of our big event on September the 11th, we plan on for the media. Mm. Your top military advisors warned against withdrawing on this timeline. They wanted you to keep about 2,500 troops. No, they didn't. It was split. 
That, that, that wasn't true. That wasn't true. So no one, no one told your military advisor did not tell you, no, we should just keep 2,500 troops. It's been a stable situation for the last several years. We can do that. We can continue to do that. No, no one said that to me that I can recall. Okay. What? So, yeah. Well, he's, he just said that they said it wasn't split, which means half of them probably yeah. did. He doesn't recall. By the way, is he more, is he, and I think Biden is entertaining to listen to. One thing I've said this about him and Trump, they're, when they're unscripted, I mean, it's, it's just great. Mm. I mean, it's just entertaining. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to agree with that. I'm just saying it's entertaining. Right. Was he cranky? I'm thinking he was just cranky because he thought he was going to walk into a softball interview. And Stefan Alfels got, I got to give the guy credit to actually ask him some tough questions. <laughs> no, they did not. He's a career politician. He knows, you know, how to stay on his toes politically. I think he was trying to skirt the issue, you know, by yeah. saying there wasn't consensus, not to the end of the year, which is another way of saying, yes, I was told. But you know what he reminds agreed. me of? He reminds me of that character in one of the greatest movies ever done, mm-hmm. a, a Few Good Men. With Jack Nicholson and Tom Cruise. Colonel Jessup, did you order the code red? You don't have to answer that, Colonel. He and it, The whole point is it was, you have to watch the movie, Code Red, you know. Um, and then he, he wants to admit he ordered the code red. But he's told not to because mm-hmm. then again, then he would get in trouble. I think Biden wants to admit, yes, there's mixed signals. Yes, I, I knew what was going on, but he can't. Because, but he wants to admit it. He's like almost there. Mm-hmm. Just got to get him over the finish line, Raj. Fox News Jackie Heinrich says, "Well, wait a second, President uh, President Biden. We actually reported this earlier that your U.S. military intel wanted you to keep more troops there, at least a small mine, small minor, uh, a small minority there group of troops for this type of the draw." In July, the president was asked if a Taliban takeover was inevitable. He said no, calling it highly unlikely. Now he's admitting the intelligence community did not fully agree. Biden, who admitted surprise at how quickly the Taliban took over, maintained this outcome was inevitable and planned for. Back in March, Fox News confirmed reports the Biden administration was embroiled in internal debate over the withdrawal. The chairman of the Joint Chiefs made an impassioned plea to keep U.S. troops in the country. President Biden denied any such warning. Now, let me set this up for some of you. Is this going to be a big blowout between military intel? And by the way, not all military intel are conservatives, just letting you know. Or is this going to be like one of these he said, she said? I would hope they have no political agenda anyway. They're just looking at the math. I'm just explaining to the audience out there. I'm with you on this. So let's say they come back and say, now follow me for a second, because this this is where you use the political, you know, logos or the political language here, politities, whatever you want to call it, like lawyerlies. He can sit back and say the military advisors, or he could say intel advisors. Folks, you do know know that the depart the secretary I'm giving you of the undersecretary of the army, whatever, um, or somebody who may be the secretary of whatever, may have had no military experience or very mil- little mil, but they worked in the CIA and the FBI. We know how conservative the FBI is, right? No, but they didn't serve in the military. So what the what he can get away and say, well, no, no, according to our intelligence officials not all intelligence officials folks are military all right mm-hmm. get what i'm saying so you know they could be they could be a putting uh, on the word is is yeah they could be logistics and find out well they, hey that, that was no that, that's is that part of the intelligence community technically yes so when they when they mention some of that just just be a little bit careful on some what they say out there this is the story that gets me six billion dollars of u.s military hardware weapons is now in the hands of 
of the Taliban. Billions of dollars of U.S. military hardware now in the hands of the Taliban. U.S. officials estimate the Taliban now control at least 2,000 U.S. armored vehicles, between 30 and 40 aircraft, and an untold number of small arms like these displayed by Taliban fighters in recent days. Night vision, 50 caliber machine guns, and helicopter gunships. The GAO estimates the U.S. provided the Afghan army nearly 600,000 weapons and 75,000 vehicles between 2003 and 2016. The Taliban now fully armed courtesy of the U.S. taxpayer. Follow me for a second here. This should just tick off many of you, but also should tick me off that the, that the Afghan army, what a bunch of wusses out there, dropped the ball. We wasted billions of dollars of taxpayers' money out there. And now you understand why many people don't, don't give a flip about foreign policy because the amount of money we're spending over there, you already could have been spent here. By the way, that becomes a plausible argument, by the way, folks. Barack Obama did it very successfully in 2008 when he ran, despite with a bad economy. He says, with all the money that we're spending in Afghanistan, we could be spending on roads and bridges. Mm-hmm. He made a valid point. Yeah, You've said this before. You know, Maybe we should have kept the base. didn't have to necessarily be yeah. a major population center. Put it out in the middle of nowhere in Afghanistan. Fly their guys in there. That way, if anything hot and heavy happens in the neighborhood, we're already there. Yeah, have, a, have a small group over there just mm-hmm. in, in case. But you don't have to spend this amount of money on all of this. So this, is, this should tick off a lot of people how this has gotten to the hands of the uh, Taliban. Do you blame the U.S.? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they had a base over there, and you could just, hey, we need to pick up another more hundred rounds of ammunition. Okay, come to the base. You can go ahead and like a line of credit from a bank. Mm-hmm. Technically, you can use that money. You can own that money, but you still got to go to the bank to get the line of credit. They've already proved it. So I don't know who to blame on this. I think the Afghan army is one of those to heavily be blamed. But I mean, the whole Afghan government. I mean, the president <sighs> hightailed it out of there within like how many days? And who, yeah. kno- who knows where he is right now? Yeah. When your president leaves the country, I mean, what are you going to do? Yeah, interesting. Let's go to Kenny. What's up this morning? Good morning, guys. Happy Friday. Hey, happy Friday, man. Hey, hey uh, you know, I had I was getting curious about because uh, I I had heard something about the rare earth metals uh, that Afghanistan had. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't really know that they had any because I I had thought that there weren't a lot of uh, you know re- natural resources there, which was a a mistake on my part you know you got to kind of do your research so did a little bit of research not a lot but a little bit and uh apparently uh from a report from one of the uh people that was in the embassy you know they were afghanistan afghani and they uh you know had a report on you know what kind of rare metals are there they had estimated that maybe up to a trillion dollars worth that's with a t so I don't know if that's accurate. You I know, think you no no I think you are accurate. There's been very minor reporting um, minerals like they can use for silver and things like that. Um, yeah yeah Kenny I think you're dead dead on. China's China's dying to get over there. Um, the minerals in the in the ground. You're exactly correct. Okay so so let's kind of circle back a little bit and kind of tie a couple knots or whatever. So you know here's the thing here's here's my question that I was asking myself why couldn't we have have made some kind of deal to stay in there, right? Now, I know that, you know, they're going to want protection and all that, but, you know, we were willing to give them the protection anyway, you know, because I I never wanted to withdraw all the troops because, you know, you just look at South Korea, Germany. I mean, they're a lot more stable than the way Afghanistan is, you know. Japan, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, so I'm just thinking, okay, there's no way. I mean, they probably needed a force of five to 10,000 minimum. And uh, I think, I don't, I, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, as you know, but I believe uh, that, you know, China got a hold of them. They said, look, we'll give you the protection. They've, they've already made a deal with the Taliban that you guys are going to have to behave. I didn't realize that they had, uh, apparently they've done some uh, nation building there already. They've, they've built a hospital, maybe more than one. Well, and let me tell you what. Doing. Let me tell you what my conspiracy is. You ready for this one, Kenny? Dominion ahead, voting sure. machines is behind this, so they can get more minerals, so they can hack more elections. Because <laughs> we all know China's behind it, right? So there you go. <laughs> I knew you liked that. I see Kenny's a friend. Yeah. I say that as a joke. Kenny know, and Kenny knows it. Yeah, you know, little humor. That's all oh, I'm saying. Hey. Yeah, I'm come on, Kenny. You know that was funny, even... man. Come on, dude. Yeah, no, it, it was, was good. Man. I know. It's it's. But honestly, uh, that the the takeaway from that big uh, cyber. <laughs> Right. Summit they had. The bottom line was, and I heard a couple of the quickly experts say it, is we need to go to a paper ballot, paper trail, and actually count by hand. I'm actually, with you. I gotta get going. I'm totally with you on every that. Every place they've done that, the results were the same. But anyway, yeah, they already are counting paper ballot. Mm-hmm. So, um, and by the way, Lindell's expert says, hey, we can't prove that China hacked the election. So anyway, I'm just I have a little fun there. I don't think China has come in and cut a deal with the Taliban. Um. Because you got Iran, which is the biggest area there, but but, China, but I believe they're border country, like Mexico is with the United States. It would make sense that they would. So China is going to try to come over to that area. Kenny's right to do more minerals. I mean, dude, look at—they're waiting for Venezuela to collapse, pretty much what it is. So they can come over and take over the uh, take over the oil. Yeah, and, and Venezuela is a member of OPEC. Yeah, so there you go. Uh, yeah, China is not going Green New Deal. I can promise you that. Too much money to be made. Eight twenty-five Talk Radio WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Light traffic on 95 headed north, right between Bay Meadows Road and a bit past Butler Boulevard. You're going to add about six extra minutes, and we still have that slow traffic on I-10 headed east, right at Cassett. Add about four extra minutes there. And if you see anything, give us a call. 901-SAFE. Partly cloudy, early scattered thunderstorms by the afternoon. Our high today will be 95. This evening, early clouds and thunderstorms and a low of 76. Right now, 77 degrees. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. Maybe you've been in the military for 20-some-odd years and you never fired your weapon, but you've seen things and you've, you've heard things and you've witnessed terrible things that have happened to not only your friends but citizens that builds up and then i got sent home for medical treatment they told me straight up hey you got problems canines for warriors pair specially trained service dogs with vets in need and we're asking pointed questions because we're trying to pair them with a good match for them a good dog and so we kind of have guided conversations what the warrior requires and how we can best suit that with our dogs your generosity will go right to work to help pair a struggling warrior with a shelter dog trained to help veterans with post-traumatic stress disorder traumatic brain injury and or military sexual trauma give your best gift today by going to caninesforwarriors.org 
The Brandon Groover News Hour, Fridays 5 to 6 on WBOB, has accurately predicted the outcome of the presidential election and the Georgia Senate race. Hear the newsmakers and join in at 831-0600. Brandon has examined the fraying of American society from declining church attendance, anti-Americanism, and racial strife. This Friday, Brandon will focus on the American family unit and why marriage rates must stabilize. Tune in Friday 5 to 6 on WBOB. Sponsored by Elite Home Health and Frito-Lay. Are you having difficulty paying your IRS personal or business taxes due to COVID-19? If you owe a tax debt, there has never been a better time than now to get a resolution. The IRS has rolled out historic tax debt removal guidelines under their Taxpayer Relief Initiative. This COVID-19 program provides opportunities to remove or lessen your tax burden that weren't previously available. The tax attorneys at J. David Tax Law are right here in Jacksonville and are experts at negotiating with the IRS. At J. David Tax Law, only highly experienced tax attorneys will represent you. Never trust your tax situation to anyone that's not local to you. We've helped thousands of Floridians to overcome IRS and sales tax debt. Let us help you. Call J. David Tax Law today for a no-cost consultation at 904-507-4777. That's 904-507-4777. Or go to jdavidtaxlaw.com. Peace of mind is only a click or phone call away. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600-831-0600 or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM WBOB. Roger, one of our listeners said, Roger, have you ever looked at Afghanistan? Why would you want to put a base in the middle of the country? The whole country's in the middle of nowhere. You know what I responded to him? I said, exactly. Area 51. They put Area 51 in the middle of nowhere, right? Yeah. You I want, would do the same thing with the Afghan base yeah, for you, U.S. military. Yeah, yeah. You want to keep them away from anyone who can see I, them coming hey, from a long way away. We could call it the Batcave. You know, we don't want anybody to know where it's at. Yeah. I like your idea, right? Exactly. Put, them, put it in the middle of nowhere. Again, like Area 51. In fact, mm-hmm. we can move Area 51 to Afghanistan. All right, anyway. <laughs> More coming up next. Talk Radio WBOB. <laughs> AM 600 and 101.1 FM, the conservative voice of Jacksonville, WBOB. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. Fear of the Taliban continues to drive thousands of Afghans to the airport in Kabul. They're hoping to catch a flight out of their homeland to escape the rule of the Taliban. Even people without passports or any other form of permission to board a plane are at the airport. Amid the chaos, evacuation flights continue to depart. The airport surrounded by Taliban fighters who have set up checkpoints. An internal State Department memo warned of the turmoil that could develop if U.S. troops were pulled out. The cable to top State Department officials, including the Secretary of State, was dated July 13th. Its existence first reported by the Wall Street Journal. On Wall Street this morning, stock futures in the red. Dow futures down more than 100 points. NASDAQ futures off 13. S&P futures down 16 points. More details at srnnews.com. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB News. Good morning, I'm Patrick Johnson. There's been an arrest made. An inmate in Michigan has been arrested in the Jacksonville cold case. 
that involved the rape and murder of a teenager on Christmas Eve in 1985. JSO says... DNA matched that of a man serving a life sentence for sex crimes in Michigan. The family of Leslie McRae had waited decades for an answer about who murdered the teenager on Christmas Eve of 85. Going viral, the photo of severely ill COVID patients lying on the ground in Jacksonville while they waited for antibody treatment. Louis Lopez, who's the man who snapped the pic, says that this picture is indeed worth a thousand words. I'm not trying to dramatize it. It was just... I just felt bad for them. Um, the picture really doesn't um, do it justice in the sense that these people were in pain. That's Jacksonville.radio News. Great news, folks. The Lighthouse Retirement Hour is finally available everywhere you listen on this great radio station, Saturday and Sundays, or grab the iTunes podcast, the Spotify podcast, iHeart podcast, and coming soon to every device where you can say Siri or Alexis. If you love the combination of timely investing news, great conservative politics, you're going to love this show no matter how you listen. Get all the links on my website, Lighthouse Retirement. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? Light traffic on 95 headed north, right between Bay Meadows Road and a bit past Butler Boulevard. You're going to add about six extra minutes, and we still have that slow traffic on I-10 headed east, right at Cassett. Add about four extra minutes there. And if you see anything, give us a call, 901-SAFE. A few clouds in the morning, thunderstorms in the afternoon, 95 are high this evening, partly to mostly cloudy and a low of 76. Right now it's 78 degrees. Here are some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. Gun manufacturers say if President Biden and the Democrats revoke lawsuit protections for the gun industry, the cost of firearms will heavily increase. New poll numbers show President Biden's approval rating has dropped below 50% for the first time this year. And U.S. government officials confirm the Taliban has possession of $6 billion worth of military hardware, including 2,000 U.S. armored personnel vehicles and over 30 aircraft. Contact the Ed Dean Radio Show on AM 600 WBOB by calling 831-0600, 831-0600, or email ed at wbob.com. AM 600 and 101.1 FM, WBOB. Coming up on 833, Ed and Roger, the morning show talk radio, WBOB. Before I go to the calls, what if, I've known this guy for quite a few years. He is a honest liberal, but he's a big pro-gun advocate. So he likes some of the things by Bernie Sanders, but he can't vote for Bernie because Bernie's not conservative on guns. So what I'm saying, honest liberal, what I'm saying is is they don't make up things to sound politically like they know what they're talking about. Yeah. No, they're the real deal, okay? Oh, okay. Like, like, I don't agree with some of my conservative friends, and I'm the real conservative. In fact, there isn't a liberal bone in my body. Having said that, you got some conservatives that want to sound conservative, but are they real conservatives? Okay. You got one? So, so this friend of yours is a dino. Democrat name. No, no, he's a no, he's a he is a liberal. He's a Bernie Sanders type, but he's a big Second Amendment guy. But he votes Republican. But he'll vote for based because okay. well, yeah, he votes for the second. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. So this is what he before I get to the calls. This is what he texted me yesterday. He says Governor DeSantis is showing the federal government failed vaccination strategy needs help. And I said, and he says he may make a good president. I said. Okay, what's the catch here? And this guy's a dear friend. He's done some research for uh, for us as well. Um, 
He says, no, no. He says, I think this is pivotal for him. When people find out that they're going to need booster shots every five months, they will see that DeSantis was the only government official telling people about other treatment options. This is the, um, what is it called? The mono... Yeah, Reggio, whatever it is. The monocolonial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that. They have a, a place that down, yeah. the downtown Jacksonville Library right yeah, and now. This guy, and this guy, again. passing out on the floor. Right. And and he says, he goes, this action is set up, is to set up treatment centers, which will launch his presidential bid. But he says, basically, has every, has every jab reluctant person vote because they know that there are treatment options and the feds are, this is, folks, the feds are suppressing the information. By the way, we know this, hydroxychloroquine, all that kind of stuff. He says, Governor DeSantis is basically saying to the DeSantis administration, your war strategy against COVID is bad as the one in Afghanistan. You, and, and by the way, he shot me a text message. This was a story. He said that, you know, not just medical experts, but nurses as well. When uh, less than uh, Florida, day, Florida, Florida Today, that's out of Melbourne, Florida with Gannett News Service. Less than 60% of Health First staff are fully vaccinated. Why? Because there's other treatments out there. Mm-hmm. So th- what I'm saying, before I get to the calls, again, this is one of my most, li- he's one of my dear friends, but he's very liberal, but he's honest. What I'm saying, I can have an honest conversation. He'll say back and go, yeah, honest meaning, yeah, the Democrats are wrong, like I say about Republicans or something. That's an honest Democrat, honest liberal. He says, I think the governor's actually doing a good job by promoting alternatives mm-hmm. if you feel that the jab is not the right way to go because he's the only one talking about it. Yeah. I went, dang. I thought there was going to be a setup because he likes to joke with me. So anyway. That is, governor, folks. If this is a chess game, DeSantis is losing. Uh, when you when you read the newspapers, he's losing, right? Because he's losing the battle. All the people come with COVID cases and everything else. But in the end, he may win because he's offered alternatives. Mm-hmm. Think about it for a second. And th- by the way, real quick, before I go to Darren, hey Ed, do you notice that Florida is the king of hospitalizations? The libs are sending me emails. Yeah, we're number one in America right now. Yeah, folks. You do understand that not all the hospitalizations have to deal with COVID. There are a lot of people getting surgeries right now. That is a lot of hospitalizations going up. <sighs> okay. Just pointing out the facts. There's COVID. All right. Darren, thanks for waiting. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. Um, I was uh, hearing the, the whole idea of uh, Afghanistan military base in, Af- in the middle of Afghanistan. I, I want to talk about what really is going on with the democratic party they're going they're setting kamala harris up to become the savior and what i mean by that is she's hiding out right now she's gonna they're gonna remove Biden. you know after this blunder she's gonna be placed in she's gonna have the plan to to put us back in afghanistan to take over at least get our equipment back or whatever uh they have to do something because right now it's Pelosi is in, in in getting set up to lose the House Speaker position uh, next year. If she loses the House Speaker position, they got no presidency because the Republicans can easily have him removed under the 25th. Uh, so it, it's just a matter of time before we start to see the, 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 the strings being pulled to put Kamala Harris in full command uh, in chief, commander in chief. Really? Well, you think that? I really do because okay. there's no other explanation for what they're what Biden is doing. Um, you know, because look at how it, it, there was a poll I think yesterday or yeah, I believe it was yesterday. It said that the presidential election uh, was to happen right now or happen yesterday. 
that Biden would lose by six points, you know, that's a huge margin that has uh, switched sides. I, and, well, I saw the same thing for Trump four years ago. I didn't buy into those polls either. Yeah, but it the the mistakes that, that Biden are making right now are are costing a lot of people a lot of money. So, so you believe and, that, that President uh-oh. Biden is complicit? Roger, you just it, interrupted him. He was on a roll. Area 51. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Hold on. Costing who a lot of money? It's costing uh, it's costing taxpayers a no, lot no, of money. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. Hold on. Who's pulling Biden's strings? That's my question. If Who's people, pulling Biden? Yeah, I, it could be the Democratic Party as a whole because they're they're such a like they're such like boards anyway. No, but, but somebody no hold on wait if you go to the top somebody always will make the final decision. But who's pulling the strings? Not as a whole, who's doing it? Well, everyone wants to say Obama, but I think Obama's enjoying his retirement. I, I mean, agree. He's well, yeah. Like he, I, I I think he likes his retirement. The Clintons still have some interest. I mean, they're they're contacting people. Outside of their their role as into, as uh, private citizens, so there's some in, there there could be some Clinton pull there, but I, the 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 hard politics as whole as a whole is you know Democrat or Republican it doesn't matter as long as they have they have the American people enslaved for the agendas of of each party it doesn't matter. All right, hold on a second. What were you going to say, Raj? I was going to ask you, you say that all these mistakes in, uh, that Biden is making, that would mean that he would have to be complicit in his own demise. Is he helping well, to? I, I don't know if he's complicit or he just doesn't know what he's doing, period. So you think Afghanistan is going to take down his presidency? I, I don't think Afghanistan alone is taking down his presidency. I think all the blunders that he's – that. The, the fact that we're paying so much on on gas right now on the basis of his executive orders um, is is not helping him the the basis of most of his executive the the border uh, security is is killing his presidency and then yeah those issues are I, I would agree but why would you, Kamala Harris <clears throat> has lower ratings than him that would be the most ridiculous move for the Democrats to make because she would lose in 2024. But, but what's the? Why is she hiding right now? Where is she at right now? I mean, if she is, she's taking a page out of Biden's book. Remember what he did during the campaign? I mean, I dude, no one follows her. No one voted for Kamala. Yeah. They voted for Biden. Yeah, and that's why I think she's going to come up with the agenda moving forward in the next few weeks to get us back into a place where they think we need to we need to be going. What's that? And. That's up to that's their that's their issue. They're, no, no, no. You said be, hold on. No, I mean, what what issue? I mean, you you said something. I don't. I mean, we're going to go back in Afghanistan or what? I don't know if it's going to be going back in Afghanistan or going into uh, some sort of situation where gun control steps up a little bit more. All right. So give me a uh, timeline. When when's Kamala taking over? I would say probably wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if it was today. To be honest with you. Wow, you know what? We should put. You know, I don't bet. Can we put some money on someone? Like, like someone's got to take us out the lunch or no, something like that. Don't do that. Why not? No, I mean, how about we do it to charity? I don't bet. I'm just okay. saying. How about we do it? All right, all right, Darren. I appreciate right. the call, man. You put a lot of thought into that. Yeah, yeah it was pretty good. I mean, I was. I thought it was gonna be it. first. I can't uh, see it happening. First off, it ain't happening. The reason why, as you pointed out, you know, uh, Kamala Harris oh, looks great on TV, but she just does not have the popularity oh. or the confidence of the American people. I mean, when you got Geraldo Rivera, mm-hmm. who is a moderate, maybe close to a liberal Republican, saying she's not impressive. He's a Republican? Yeah, he's a registered Republican. Really? Yeah. 
He said that a couple so times. So Fox News had some effect on him, huh? No, I think he was. I don't know. Who knows? Um, but here's the thing. First off, ain't no way, hmm. as of right now, they are replacing Joe Biden with Kamala Harris. I don't know where people are reading this. But In I my got- opinion, the heir apparent to Biden would be his um, his secretary of um, of um, state. Blanken? Yeah. No way. He's on his way he, out. He looks presidential. He's hard. He He's an intelligent guy, young, energetic. If Biden does not run in in twenty twenty four, I think he's going to be the one. I runs. I would I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised Blanken. if Biden if Harris let's say Harris got in. I think that I think they get primaried. <clears throat> I'm not convinced Biden's going to oh, run. Absolutely. Again. I'm not convinced Biden's going to run again. Neither am I convinced that Trump's going to run again. Um. Having said this, if Kamala, yeah, Roger's correct. Kamala's numbers are the worst right now, and even Democrats have said that. There's no way they'll put her up there. She cannot win. She will not win. So why not keep Joe Biden around? But, well, where's Kamala? Well, I don't know where Kamala is. Is anybody missing Kamala except for maybe some of the media and conservative talk show? Most people don't care about it. And the majority of people want us out of Af- Afghanistan. Until, up until Dick Cheney, I mean, the, the vice president really didn't have a central role, you know, publicly anyway. Yeah. You know? That's for sure. And so the other thing is that, and let me say this one more time, Afghanistan, if American personnel, if, that's in, that's the key word, if, mm-hmm. and Americans get out unscathed, they get them out, nobody's left behind, mm-hmm. this will not have an effect. It, I think the Democrats are going to lose next year, but they're not going to lose because of <sighs> Afghanistan. I still think people are going to see, the remember the imagery, and it's going to have no. some minor effect. Nope. It'll be like kids in the cages at nope. the border. Nope. I was told. At, remember. I was told after the Fort Hood shooting that happened with the Al Akbar that was going to sink the Biden, pre, uh, the the uh, Obama presidency. Never did it. Never did it. We know what sank the the Democrats of Obamacare and the stimulus. That's what sank it. Okay. Uh, Obama was never going to get reelected. I didn't think he was going to reelect anybody, but he did because he had a tremendous ground. Game. I don't even think he thought he was going to be reelected. He was uh, surprised. He was. He was energetic. <laughs> Roger. You didn't think I was going to get reelected? I think when he cried and made that acceptance speech, I think he was shocked. Anyway, <laughs> so so the just folks, mm-hmm. I, I I like I, listen, Darren. I love the theory and the stuff mm-hmm. you put behind it, but no way. I'm sorry, Afghanistan again. If Americans are are died at the hands of the Taliban and things have happened that, and things like that, mm-hmm. then I think it is going to have a very negative and impact. You don't believe that if the Taliban goes after their own people who no. cooperated with Americans, no. and you start seeing their you know terrorism no. and throwing off buildings, etc. No, it, we saw, won't, we saw, it won't hurt. It. We saw it before. It's unfortunate. I don't want to. It just because most people are. I'm just following. Most people are not following foreign policy, Raj. Okay. I mean, remember after you are correct in that COVID nineteen has everybody in America thinking about that most. The economy, foremost. inflation. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, you, Every, everything is to his with COVID. point. When when you're hitting three hours a gallon, I'm sorry, I'm not worried about who, unless it's Americans. I don't give a flip who the Taliban's throwing off. We already know what their mo is. All right. When, when is our gas going up? By the way, when it you, is going up. Duval County, the the, the uh, t- sales tax on the gas. January first. <sighs> so there you go on that one. So, President Biden's poll numbers. Dropping below 50% in the recent Real Clear Average Politics polls. President Biden's approval rating is sinking fast as multiple crises pile up, and it could screw things up for Democrats in the midterms next year. The Real Clear Politics Average shows Biden's approval slipping below 50% for the first time this year. That's on top of Democrats already sounding the alarm about their terrible messaging. Rising crime, the border, a spike in COVID cases. That 
is the main reason why that Biden is losing right there. Fox News co-host of uh, The Five, Jesse Waters. The Biden slip started in May, June with the right track, wrong track question that they ask. And it was going well, remember? It's gonna be the summer of love. America's back, baby. That's not what happened. It started to deteriorate big time right when the border catastrophe was at its zenith. Gas prices started to go up and labor shortage. Small business couldn't find workers, so people were pessimistic. He flip-flops on masks as Delta comes up and then Afghanistan just put them below 50. The question is, what does this do with the Biden agenda here on out? It was already gonna be very difficult for President Biden to try to get through this massive agenda. You've got the infrastructure bill, uh, the debt ceiling issues coming up, reconciliation they want to do, the voting bills that they want to do. But you add a Kabul commission to the mix, and it's going to slow everything down. Yeah, but again, it's not going to derail. And again, it's, it's what's it, what it depends is what's going to happen to the remaining thousands of Americans over. This is what it's based on. If nothing happens to them, it, this will not be the reason why Democrats lose. There will be other issues out there as well. Remember, on this issue... That they, you know, with Biden and the Democrats and the spending and Kamala, all this, and I was I had a thought that hit me and I just forgot about it. But anyway, they want to get a lot more of this through. And by the way, Democrats think that the inflation, and it could be until next year, it could be temporary. Technically, it's got to lay off here sooner or later. All right, they don't. They think that the labor shortage. I mean, you housing are, is already coming down because yeah, but always, the costs aren't always coming down. But right. what I'm saying, a lot of this could come down by next year. The labor shortage, which is a big issue. Well, if you don't extend unemployment benefits, that'll take care of itself. Mm -hmm. I still think the Republicans are going to win the House next year, okay, based on redistricting, not based on, you know, Afghanistan. But it's still a lot's going to see what happens with Americans. That That is the big if. That's the big factor. The key is if we can get the Americans out safely, which we're all praying for. Yeah. So more coming up next. Talk Radio, WBOB. Where are the tie-ups to avoid WBOB traffic? This is going to get bad. On 295 headed south, traffic is totally stopped between Roosevelt Boulevard and Collins Road. Those two right lanes are blocked, so expect to add about 20 extra minutes. But it's only going to get worse. Roosevelt Boulevard between Roosevelt and Collins on 295 headed south. It's going to be bad, and you're going to add at least 20 extra minutes. If you see anything, give us a call. 901 safe. A few clouds in the morning, thunderstorms in the afternoon, 95 are high this evening, partly to mostly cloudy and a low of 76. Right now it's 78 degrees. Canines for Warriors is ending veteran suicide and returning our warriors to a life of dignity and independence. There's so many different ways to give back to rescue dogs and military heroes, donating your time, your talent, and your treasure. Canines for Warriors does their very best to help you be a part of their important mission that focuses on saving lives, both furry and human. Help stop 20 veteran suicides that occur every single day. Donate at caninesforwarriors.org. Nick Plate Firearms at River City Gun Range is in Palatka. With pistols, rifles, and shotguns in stock for sale, they buy, sell, and trade guns. Some ammo available. River City Gun Range has six 55-foot lanes, air-conditioned, the only indoor gun range within 60 miles. River City Gun Range offers concealed carry classes, gunsmithing services, and group rates. Veteran-owned, 706 St. John's Avenue, just off U.S. 17, Palatka. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 930 to 5. Call for holiday weekend hours, 386-328-9280. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a health care plan that isn't affordable or you simply don't like it, 
Right now is a great time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare. And what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the typical health insurance plan. That's double. So you get a massive network of providers to choose from. You get telehealth services. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for more than 25 years, shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. Here's why now really is the time to make the switch, too. You can start saving each month, which is huge, but right now they'll waive your joining fee. So you'll save another $170 right off the bat. But again, it's a limited time offer. You got to call now. And it only takes two minutes to find out how much you'd save by switching. Here's the number, 844-55-BIBLE. That's 844-55-BIBLE. 844-55-BIBLE. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show continue to watch very closely as thousands of Americans wait to see whether they will be successfully airlifted out of Kabul after the Taliban's taking control of that whole country. Plus, Clay, what do you got? Also, we'll continue to track down what's going on with the latest on COVID mandates. All that and more of the Clay and Buck Show. Come hang with us. AM 600, 101.1 FM, WBOB. WBOB is talk radio for Northeast Florida and Southeast Georgia. Here's some of the top stories we're bringing you this morning. The Wall Street Journal reports Amazon plans to open up brick-and-mortar department stores across the country. Governor DeSantis unveils proposals to help recruit more police officers for the state of Florida. And on Thursday, a Florida judge refused to dismiss a lawsuit challenging an order by Governor Ron DeSantis that allows parents to decide whether their children have to wear masks in school. The Cal Thomas Commentary is brought to you by Values Through Media. Now here's syndicated columnist Cal Thomas. If you're a liberal Democrat, the major media will boost your candidacy and when you win, ignore your failures and ask you softball questions. When they start asking real questions and doubting your answers, you're in trouble. President Biden's mishandling of the Afghanistan withdrawal has not only brought him criticism and real questions from the media, his approval numbers in the most recent polls have fallen under 50 percent. Usually this is like blood in the water to media sharks. We'll see if the sharks start circling. Donald Trump's policies, after all, were working, but the media gave him no credit. Bidens have failed. Pictures of desperate Afghans trying to flee the country dominate our TV screens. People are shot and beaten. Women are attacked for not wearing burqas. Statements coming from the Pentagon and State Department are ridiculous. They've been told what to say, and they want to preserve their careers. Congressional hearings may begin next week. Republicans will ask tough questions. If Democrats do, we'll know Biden is in real trouble. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary, visit calthomas.com or write us at Values Through Media, P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. That's P.O. Box 373340, Key Largo, Florida, 33037. Please specify the date and subject. Your tax-deductible gifts to Values Through Media help support us. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Let's see, if something costs less but people are happier with it? That sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. 
People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-90-BIBLE. That's 855-90-BIBLE. 855-90-BIBLE. Florida's economy depends on restoring America's Everglades. Everglades restoration will not only improve our environment, it will create 65,000 new infrastructure jobs and support hundreds of thousands of jobs tied to the real estate, recreation, and tourism industries. Let's invest in our future. Restore America's Everglades. Create jobs. Learn more at evergladesfoundation.org. All right, Raj, a lot of emails coming in this morning. Uh, Ed, Raj, always enjoy the show. Ed, I agree with you. Unless Americans are being hurt or killed in Afghanistan, I think the president comes unscathed. Yes, he'll take a little dip in the polls. But to be honest with you, Ed, when you got COVID cases going up and you want to sit down with a family to talk about it, they'll bring them Afghanistan. But if COVID is the big case, which it is right now, no one's going to vote against Afghanistan. They're going to be voting against you, how you perceived mask wearing, dealing with COVID cases or not. So okay. to your point All right. out there as well. Hey, Ed, when I look at the poll numbers out there, I think you're exactly correct. People are focused on the economy. As Roger pointed out, $3 a gallon gas. Plan to go up next year with the local option gas tax. As bad as Afghanistan is, folks, it hasn't been on the voters' mind. This isn't Iraq. Interesting one out there. Here's some that differ with me and you, Raj. Ed, I follow this as a military brat. I think the military is a very mili- – folks, mili- many of you know what a military brat is. I mean, that your, they were mili- your, your mom or your dad were in the yeah. military and you hopscotched all over the world. Yeah, it's not a bad image out there. Yeah, it's a cool um, thing to be. Yeah. They said, I think this does become a big issue, especially in the military community. But I do agree with you that if there are deaths that are going to take place, I think it's going to hurt the Biden administration. You know what bothers me? That Americans don't care as much about those who work with us in Afghanistan. Yeah. I think that we owe them. We need to get them out of there. Hey, Ed, I heard, I saw someone put a post up there. I think, was it Mike Pence said this was the the leaving of Afghanistan looked like Saigon or even worse. They said it was the biggest military debacle. I don't know if I'd go along with that, Ed. I think it's one of the worst. But I think, how did we, for example, how well, what about the intel that got us into the Iraqi war? Would you not consider that a great debacle that most people don't talk about? I, I got to admit. How hard would it be one. for the president to tell the, the the Taliban, who apparently we're in negotiations with, stand down, get rid of your perimeter. We didn't think things would turn out this way. Let us get our people out of there. Remove the Taliban. And if you don't, you really, then there will be heck to pay. And if you don't, then we you really will go think, after you. Now, that was Trump. That's believable. You think, that, you think they're going to believe that under Biden? You know? So it's interesting going out there. Hey, yeah, the recent poll numbers, uh, to your point on the polls, the recent poll numbers show that Biden is now below 50% for the first time this year. Ed, I don't think that's because of Afghanistan. I think that does hurt him a little bit as temporary right now. But to what your clips you played, it's because of the high gasoline prices. And Ed, the labor shortage out there as well. Ed, the redistricting does favor the Republicans. I think if people sat down and looked at it very in certain, uh, it's got a long email here, in certain perspectives, You'll understand why the Republicans will win. It ain't going to be based on Afghanistan, as bad as things are. It's going to be based on the redrawing of districts, and the Republicans are actually putting up some good candidates. Here's one. Ed, I'm a liberal Democrat. 
I think what's going on in Afghanistan is so horrible, but I do not think this bites the president in the rear end. I think inflation is short term. The labor shortage, you guys should enjoy it now because you're not going to enjoy it next year when the Republicans don't win the House and Senate and Biden wins re-election. Hmm. So there's a couple of them right there. So anyway, so. All right. Got to go. Thankful to God every day for the show. As I tell you, I'm always the happiest behind the mic. The podcast comes up next at a WBOB.com. Second click, happiest in the deer stand. Click it in the uh, click on where it says the Ed D next or behind a dinner table, which I don't do a whole lot. We're going out. <laughs> so anyway, I don't have the luxury like Roger. But anyway, uh, and then everybody have a good weekend. We will be ready to go come up Monday morning. It's going to be interesting to see the Sunday morning talk shows and how this old spin, what happened, the, the optics and the pictures this week of Afghanistan come out to play. So we'll be ready to go Monday morning, 6 a.m. And Roger Talk Radio, WBOB. AM 600 WBOB Jacksonville 101.1 FM W266CX Fruit Cove, the conservative voice of Jacksonville.